The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Now I can talk. That's it. Hit the mark. Good morning. Good afternoon, boys and girls. How are you? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. I think you heard me fully now because I waited till the microphone went hot. I figured that out. After they told me that I figured out two things actually about it. One, I'm cutting you guys off at the end of the show. Gotta let that run. That won't happen today. And I get cut off at the beginning part of the show when I talk too fast. So here we go. It's a Wednesday. What's up, boys and girls? How are you? We're here for another, oh, I don't know, hour 45 or so with you guys live on our YouTube channel, live on our Twitter channel, Sports Grid Replay. And we'll have some other conversations soon about other platforms that you'll be able to get the Bostonian versus the book. Today? You can tell them today, P. Rolf. Can't tell him today. The Can't lawyers, tell him today. The lawyers won't let us yet say it today, but coming. Mother, it's called coming soon. It's called a <clears throat> tease at some point. Extra additional platforms to get us on soon. We'll tell <clears throat> you about what's going on with that here today. You guys in the live chat, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah. If you guys, we told you about this yesterday, but it's something we're going to try for a couple of days. And if it works, we'll keep going into football season. But if you do a super chat, you can ask for a topic to be discussed and we will get to it during bonus time here on the YouTube channel. We'll yes. be on sports grid. So you can ask whatever you want. Like literally it's, you know, don't go too crazy, but you can go pretty crazy asking kind of whatever you want. And we'll get to that topic in bonus time after we let go of our friends at sports grid. So how are you Marlins day today? Huh? Yeah. Oh, Contra's pitching. Mr. C's been, just nonstop barraging me with text. The Marlins are live. You know they're live, Dave. They're going to make the playoffs, Dave. They're right there, Dave. So going through the wardrobe. What do you got? What is that? I, I, I don't have any Lions stuff. So I just, the Lions are a big, great white shark out there. And this is Lions color. So <laughs> I went I went through this on today. For, <laughs> I don't have a Lions hat. I don't have a Lions shirt. I got nothing for Lions. So I got the Lions stuff. We'll break that out as we get closer to football season. But uh, yeah, Lions Day today. We'll be talking about them. It's crazy, man. I tweeted it this morning. I was like, this, we talked about it on BVB bonus time yesterday, but just how the, this is like, 
you know, returning to school week for so many people back east and all this other stuff. And this weekend, next week is return to the book week mm. where people that have been gone, taking summer vacations, not betting baseball because they get just burnt out. It's too hard. It's boring. It's all the stuff. They come back to the book and I, I was going through some old stories and tweets and everything. And it was four years ago today where I was sitting in a risk room at CG mm. on a Saturday night. And somebody showed up at one of the books to bet 10. They asked to bet 10 dimes on a Colts season wins under. There's a big UFC event going on. It just came out of nowhere. And it was me and one other guy. And that other guy, you know, mm -hmm. was out to lunch. He was eating. He went mm -hmm. to grab food for us. So I'm sitting there in a phone rings and the supervisor says, somebody here to bet 10 dimes on a cold season wind under. And I'm like, the limit's two. Well, they want to bet 10. Well, they can bet two and then I'm going to move it. But why do they want to bet 10? Let me check on this. Hold on. Within minutes, like literally maybe seconds, Andrew Luck's running off the field in Indy after that game, and it comes out that he's retiring. And I'm like, you know what? Tell that guy. Hold on. <laughs> the number is six and a half. He can bet under that because it was nine and a half or ten. I can't remember. I have to go back and look. So let him know if he wants to bet two dimes on under six and a half, he's more than welcome to do it because that's what the number is going to be. And he was like, uh, hold on. Oh, no, they're not interested. I said, all right, thanks. Have a good night. Let me know if they, anyone needs anything else. I hung up the phone. Four years later, tomorrow, we're doing a show live from a sports book. You want to talk about life is always forward, never straight? Mm. I can't believe it. I had, you know, we talk about it all the time. That rearview mirror is there in a windshield. You always got to look back and check where you were. Who said that? I love that line. But – I heard it on DJ Thump in the morning. Yeah, the windshields, the windshields, that's that size for a reason. And your rear view mirror is that sign for a reason. Right. That's how your yeah. life should be. And look forward. And, yeah. and and that's the show. We're doing a show live tomorrow mm. from a sports book and on Friday. And four years ago. I got people coming. I got Omaha people in town who are coming. Omaha people? Yeah. Got the text last night. Hey, I'm in town. Where you are? Yeah, I'm going to be at Circa tomorrow. Really? So am I. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. See you tomorrow. Great. See you tomorrow. Well, the boys are in the chat that are in town. You're more than welcome to come by, say hi. Um, it is open to the public. Roll right yeah. from the show, probably down to the book, probably, you know, maybe a lunch, maybe a, you know. Yeah. I mean, my, my day is pretty much next to Thursday, Friday. I, I, plan on being at circa for he said friday probably till like i don't know like six or seven but yeah i'll be thursday of tomorrow i'll be there you know pretty much open to close for us kind <laughs> of thing walk in at nine walk out at nine <laughs> type of deal something like that oh. those 12 hour days you tired you tired yet we're not tired we're not tired um i'm not tired because i one of the really fun things about getting older is that you're able to be more accountable to yourself about your own energy and your own time, right? Sleep, you know, what are you doing to, to manage that? You know, working out has definitely, I mean, I'm, a, I, I need much fewer hours sleep now than I did years ago, just because of the shape I'm in now. So five hours is kind of all I need. 
So if I get five hours, I take a little 20 minute nap at some point during the day and I'm good. That's all I need for sleep. So I told you what the doctor said to me with my wife sitting right next to me. When you're tired, sleep, even if it's a nap. And I said, Doc, I'm a big fan of naps. I've been a big fan of naps since I was in nursery school. <laughs> and he looked right at my wife and said, when he's tired, let him take naps. I said, doctor's orders. <laughs> right. so, so I will literally go shut it down anywhere. Wake up. We're ready to go for another, you know, five, six, eight yeah. hours. You know, I just eat between three class. and five. I, I literally work on Spanish time. Like you give me between three and five. And I can just, time. Yeah. Siestas. That's what they do. They shut it down. Oh, two hours. Siestas. And yeah, they, they knock it down. 12 yeah. to 2, they shut everything oh, 12 down. 12 to 2, okay. 12 so, to 2, people went home from work. Right. Kids went home from school. Everybody had family time. The only places open were the restaurants so people could go eat. Was it? It was amazing. It was awesome. Siestas. We don't take yeah. any siestas on the show, but no. siestas are good. They're phenomenal. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. ish Pacific time. Yes. 2 p.m. ish Eastern time, live yes. from Circa Las Vegas for two days. Obviously, Derek Stevens is going to stop on by. My yes. mom's going to stop on by. Jeremy, yes. uh, Jeremy Benson. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> I could call him Jeremy Benson. Jeremy Benson. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Benson. Guy? I don't know. Jeffrey Benson. We'll stop on by. And then is he back from his golf trip. He better be. He said he was going to be. So I think he is. Yeah. So we got all that and more coming up Thursday, Friday. Brigade Proxy Service will obviously be there. If you're coming, please text us 702-570-8255. Tell us you're going to be in town. Tell us you're coming to Circa. Tell us what time. And then if you're going to sign up with us and you want to come upstairs and say hi, you want to come on the show, come on in. So it's going to be kind of one of those free-for-all fun type of two days. Who knows? Tried to get Sydney. Sydney says she's working at Circa Swim. And I said, look, what if we pay you? Yeah, I go, what if I like order, if like we, we call your boss and we order to have you say, hey, we're going to make you deliver stuff to our broadcast booth. Does that get you in trouble? She said, I don't know, probably. <laughs> All right. So I'll talk to, we'll, we'll talk to people today when we're down there saying like, hey, it, it would be really funny if she walked up with like a bottle of whatever, of champagne or something and like, <laughs> like had the party going with her. Upstairs. I ain't getting those champagne sprayed on me while we're doing Not it. sprayed, but you know what I mean? Oh, like, I thought it could you be were thinking I, one of those party no. things. Like she goes, maybe, no. but not, not up there, obviously, because it's nicer. It's, it's going to mess carpeted. it all up. Yeah, no, mess it all up. But it. she could just bring, you know, the party to the third floor. I'm going to ask our guy today. I'm going to say, hey, this would be really funny. I know she's going to be on property. Send her upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so sounds, sounds like a great idea. So we'll see if we can pull that off. To, I, I don't know about Angie, but I, 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 but Sydney is working tomorrow. So who knows? We might be able to pull that off tomorrow uh, or Friday for them both today. When, when, when we, uh, when we get on the property. So we'll <laughs> see if we can do some face to face discussions. Okay. So we start the show normally talking about what happened last night, but I just, I need to bring this up because I feel like I like you putting this at the top of the list. Yeah, I this feel good. Like I just woke up and went, wait a minute. What? <laughs> so DraftKings has received approval along with other six other books to operate in Kentucky with a temporary sports betting license. The sports betting operator will, will allow customers who are 18, which is the legal sports betting age in Kentucky to use its app. Now, Full disclosure, I went, wait, how many states can you bet? Wait, 18? Hold on. How prevalent is this becoming in America where 18-year-olds are able to bet? 
And mm. then I went to Google and I, I put this in Kentucky, Montana, New Hampshire, Oregon, Rhode Island, Washington, and Wyoming. Mm. Dave, that's um, seven states now. Yeah. Where you're 18 to bet. Uh, are, are, we, are, are we paying attention to this? Is your microphone working? Is what, anybody what? paying attention to this? Is anybody having this conversation where we have seven states where you could be 18 and make legal sports bets? Um, full disclosure, you sent that to me. And I knew Montana was one. But Montana has the lottery. New Hampshire does too. It. Same situation. New Hampshire has the lottery running it. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't, I mean, there's not that many people in Montana. Not that we don't like Montana. We're right. talking to people in Montana would want us to come up there. Apparently the biggest Red Sox fan on planet earth lives in Montana, wants to come on the show. So let's go. We're talking to some people about some things in Montana, but I knew Montana. That's it. You surprised me with that note. I was like, what are we doing? And why is it this a bigger story? Because we're not talking about it. Would that be fair to say? Or well, no one's talking about it. Well, I don't understand. You think anyone, you think anyone might be talking about it after today? After we talk? Oh, hundred percent. Yes, that's given. When there's no debate on that. I expect a front page story in certain websites for this. But I, I just have to ask the question because it's important. I think for all of us in this space. Yes, it is to ask. Yes. Do we want 18-year-olds betting, consistently betting? Do we want the states who are going to geo-target? Mm. And if I have a DraftKings sportsbook app in Ohio, which is 21, and I drive or I can, and I'm with a friend of mine, or say I'm a, I'm a 20-year-old kid in Ohio, I cross over the state, I download the DraftKings app, and away we go. Because the geotargeting software better be pretty good because the second I cross over state lines again, I have a DraftKings app, legal DraftKings app. Can I bet with my DraftKings app when I'm on the border of Ohio and Kentucky? This is just opening up a ton of questions when you have a state that's surrounded by large population states. Kentucky is a state of 4.5 million. Ohio is a state of 12 million. <laughs> a lot of people live in Ohio. A lot of... 18 to 21 year olds that can't do it. College kids who live in Ohio, who live in Cincinnati at the university of who can just cross the border, who go down. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I did not, I did not know it was this prevalent until we saw that last night with DraftKings because the the head of DraftKings was asked, their compliance person was asked, are you going to let 18 year olds bet? And they said, yeah, we're going to abide by the state law, which I have no problem with. This is not a knock on DraftKings or any other book operating in Kentucky. They're going to go right. ahead and operate under the laws that are currently in place. Okay. And the question is, should that law be in place where 18-year-olds are allowed to bet? Because if we're going to let 18-year-olds bet, we should just let 18-year-olds drink. Like if and we're claiming that- we Here we go down that slippery slope. Well, I mean, if you're going to okay it, then- Look, for those of you, this is a little bit wonky and in the weeds, but let me explain something as to you might go. Wonky and in the weeds? It can be both? It can be both. Like you might go, well, Matt, why don't they do that? Well, the reason why they do that is because the federal government money tied to your construction on your roads, on your highways, if you drop your drinking age to 18, 
they will withhold your federal funds to fix your highways, the national highway safety, whatever. Like there's a law in place that states if you don't have it happened in the seventies when states started to drop it down to 18 to be able to drink. And they said, Nope. And then states said, well, it's all right. And the federal government said, that's fine. We're not fixing your interstate highways. Then <laughs> if you don't go to 21, we're not giving you any money. That's it's that, that was very, uh, forthright thinking forward thinking on the, but there's nothing the for betting part right, there's nothing for, something that you they can't would, do this with sports people. betting there's no interstate commerce interstate travel like the wire act prevents that from happening so you got to remove the wire act in order to pl- pass a law that would state that this the federal law has to be 21 like there's all sorts of problems that, like this is not like a quick fix if you've given the power to the states and the states want to say okay 18 and you're like, oh, this is a horrible idea. And the state's like, we don't care. <laughs> we want 18-year-olds to be able to bet. All right, counselor. Why? Why don't you want 18-year-olds to bet? They ain't got no money, right? 18-year-olds ain't got no money. 18-year-olds will get into trouble. It's the same thing why I want credit oh, card companies oh. off of college campuses. Oh. Because it's predatory. Hmm. So I don't want an 18-year-old wagering. No, I don't. They don't have any money, but they have ways of getting money in order to bet. And you can create problem gamblers faster when kids don't have the money to cover or don't know what they're doing. They're betting with mommy and daddy's money, most likely anyway. <laughs> Raider Nation came in the chat just now and said, on my 18th birthday, I went to a bookies and bet a tenner. It won, and I was hooked. It's very easy to do. Did you ever do anything between 18 and 21 that you could only do in a place because it was legal in 18? I drank in Canada when I was 19. I did the exact same thing. Okay. We were bolting from our fraternity bolt at Penn State. Mm-hmm. And we said, where can we go? Because I was pledging with a lot of guys that were a, a year younger. So they were all between 18 and 19. I was turned 20. And... Nobody could go anywhere and do anything legally. So we went straight to Niagara Falls and said, let's go there. And yeah, I went to, I went to Olin, and New- everything was yeah, drinking. I went to Olin, New York, which is right by Niagara Falls. And I went to the other yeah. side. Yeah. Did yeah. The exact same thing. Right. So now we can do it with the sports books on your phone. At least if you have retail. You have to physically go and put the money on the counter. Mm-hmm. That at least can control it, I think, if you're going to do it. They're going to do it. You can deposit via PayPal. You can withdraw and with and deposit via your cash apps with these books. It's very easy to play games. It's very easy to siphon money through. It's very easy to do... Like you're just opening yourself up to a, a lot of potential nefarious stuff going on. You think? Yeah, you just you really are. You open yourself. Is anybody going to say that or no? No, no one's going to say that because nobody wants that. They just want the money. They want okay, everyone, eighteen plus, let's go. And I get it. There's a lot of things that are eighteen plus in America. Like you know, I can put a gun in your hand and send you to a war. Okay, I get that. I understand what we've said in this country and we've I've argued that point forever. Like, <laughs> you know, if we're going to allow an 18 year old to sign away their life to go to the military and go sent over, we sent overseas, they should be able to drink and bet while they're doing it. Yep. I'm, I'm not arguing the point that we've, we're very hypocritical with what age we decide you can do what, but I don't think 18 year olds should bet. <laughs> I don't think 18 year olds should be allowed to gamble senior in high school. 
going to let him go and make a sports bet. We're cool with that. We're all, we're all good. <laughs> Whitrock just came in and said they're already betting with mom and dad's accounts here in Iowa, so they might as well make it 18. <laughs> it's not a bad point, and maybe they, they wouldn't lose as many games or eligibility years for doing it. Oh, boy, someone else pointed out not all 18-year-olds don't have no money. A lot of guys with NIL money. And Fine. Yeah, football players, that's a great point. Yeah, there are some that have money. Yeah, but I mean, talk about like macro, not micro, but macro speaking. Yes, most 18-year-olds oh. do not have a job, do not have a career. That's why the colleges are or used to be inundated with credit card companies because they knew right. the kids didn't have any money. Mom and dad will pay it. Let them rack up that, that credit card debt. Somebody else will pay it. Oh, it was always too easy. I remember just being at the, you know, Penn State tailgates and they all had booths set up. Yeah. You know, hey, for sign up for a credit card, you get a t-shirt. That yeah. was the first time I realized in that human beings will do dumb shit for t-shirts. It's a very, it's, it's radio 101. You can get somebody to do a really stupid thing for a t-shirt. I've watched somebody chug a gallon of milk for a t-shirt and then throw it up one minute later. Chug a gallon of milk. Yep. And then throw it up. I almost just threw up right now. For that a is t-shirt. a t-shirt. <laughs> I, 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 seriously, that is disgusting. Yep. But people will do it consistently for a t-shirt. Guys in the chat, girls in the chat, again, thank you for being here. Hit the like, hit the subscribe button. What age were you when you made your first bet? I was younger than 21. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> My I mean, first, I made a dollar bet on the Super Bowl with my dad when I was five. No, I mean, like, when did you make a bet with a bookie? When did you make a bet with somebody else? The house? When? When was there a house? Not your dad, not your mom or grandpa. Like, when? When was a bet you made with the house? Because I was eighteen. I mean, I knew guys that were booking games and stuff in high school, so I know I was less than eighteen. Yeah, we we weren't doing that. I knew of. I knew of fathers that were placing bets back and forth on the high school football games, but I didn't know of, I didn't know of like somebody running an actual, I didn't know if someone running was running a book or not or what, because the book was always called running numbers. That's what everyone right, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called it running numbers. Yeah. And I did, I didn't understand what running numbers <laughs> meant. And when my right. grandfather got arrested for running numbers, I was like, what did Grandpa get arrested for? He was running numbers out of the back running of the numbers. bar. Yeah. What do you mean running numbers? Like, what does that mean? I was like, you mean he was a bookie? <laughs> and they were like, like well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's a wide range of variety of ages in here. Um, CBW said, does dropping off teasers at a runner's house count 12? <laughs> yes, actually 12. Yes. That might be the youngest. I mean, I made a, um, no, I made a horse bet when I was nine. With my grandfather. At the track? At the track, yeah. At Raynham? No, at Rockingham Park. Oh, okay. In Salem, Which no Hampshire. longer exists? Uh, the mall's there at Rockingham Park, but the track does no longer exist. No, they tore it down and built a mall. I can't remember. The first time I went to the track was in high school. I I, I, I bet at Suffolk Downs with, who was I with? Me and my uncle at Suffolk Downs? But I was, I think I was like 16 when I made those bets. Wow. Roger Long, senior mm. member of the brigade, started at 14. Michael Callow, another senior member of the brigade, started when he was 14. Whitrock said 16. 
Um, it's 15, 16, 17. I see Akbar, my guy. Akbar, 15. Some 20s. I think a lot more people now will tell you a higher age because it became so prevalent in the last five years and available in so many places that I think people dove in. Well, the scams are so, I mean, the fact that Iowa uncovered what they uncovered and everyone's like, oh my gosh, Iowa, Iowa state. I'm like, you know, this is going on in every damn town in America, right? Like they are scamming this. Like, I don't know. It's funny because I, I was talking to you last night about this, but I just finished the Netflix docudrama called Painkiller about how opioids went out and destroyed America. This really got in your head. It this, really this, got in my head. It really messed with really, me. This is, this is fascinating. But this is really messed with me. Yes. It, it's messed with me dramatically. So because, to the core. Because, to the yeah. core. Just because there's so many people who lost their lives to this in a company that knew what they were doing, fed America, all of these you know, Midwest part of America, fed this drug to so many people that they knew was addictive, was going to kill people and they didn't care. And they made billions off of it and no one went to jail. Like nobody. And so not that I'm saying the books are doing the same thing, but I'm concerned that like, we're not talking about this stuff as we should be because right. on the surface, the idea was let's help people with pain. People are in pain. Here's a drug that can help with pain. And they kept on using that as the way of saying, we're helping people. We're helping people. Right. Well, it turned into one of the biggest catastrophic drug um, you know, abusers, abuses epidemic. in this country's history. Literally an epidemic. Yeah, epidemic. Yeah. yeah. So like, Terrible. I'm not saying there's a sports betting epidemic going on, but like, yeah, there, there could be. I mean, I don't know if there is or there isn't. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if there is or there isn't. I just know that like the Iowa, Iowa State story is so not unusual. Like mom and dad giving their son access to a sports betting account to let him bet is probably happening in every single town in America. Now, is the player a star athlete? Maybe, maybe not. But these are things that are happening. It's not just an Iowa problem or an Iowa State problem or, or an Alabama baseball problem. It's everywhere. It's happening all the time. It's just a question of, does it get uncovered? Right. And then what do we do about it afterwards? So in Kentucky, which is a state that got drilled by opioids, it got drilled by Oxycontin, it's in the docudrama, one of the states they targeted was that part of the country, Ohio, West Virginia, you know, that, that region, yep. Kentucky, Tennessee, that, that mid Atlantic. No, that's the, that's the mid, that's the, that's, that's the South, but it's a Midwest really. It's just the, the, the center sloth of the country <laughs> and like Virginia too. And, and like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I wonder, are we going to look back on this and we're going to say, we should have been having these conversations ahead of time. We should have been talking about these things going on as to like, we actually allowed states to have an age of 18 to allow people to bet. And then we have this laundry list of people and kids who have been addicted to gambling that we never knew about because they were betting on their phones and we had no clue. You know, again, I'm, I don't want to make the direct correlation because it's not right and not fair. It's just, I just feel that because we're in this space and this docudrama like flipped my brain upside down with how many things were going on under the noses of people who should have known or did know and did nothing. That's, that's, the, that's the bad part. That's the bad part. If you know and did nothing, that's the bad part. And if you didn't know, why didn't you know? That's, those are the questions know. that have to be asked. Yeah. You didn't want to know. Well, that's, that's the quiet part out loud. Right. You didn't want to know. You, right. If you knew, it's like, oh, so like 
you know, if kids are on their phone, we know they're on their phone. What are they doing on their phone? Are, I mean, are, are they getting in trouble? Are they betting? The one thing you, the, the, the benefit, I guess you could say this is like, you know, you have to have cash upfront to bet with a legal sports book in America. But here's my worry. Okay. If you say you get a hundred dollars for your birthday or whatever, right. And then you go and gamble that money away and you can't go and reload your account because you don't have any money. But the guy who's on the corner will say, I'll let you bet on credit. You don't need the money up front. Right. And that person starts to rack it up, rack it up, rack it up. And then by the time we get to know about it, Johnny's 10 dimes deep. And people are knocking on dad's door saying, I need the keys to your truck. Mm. Like, what do you mean? Your kid owes me $10,000. Mm. I'm taking your car or I'm taking your leg. One of the two, which is whoa, you, whoa, you, you pick. Whoa. Whoa. Just saying, like that's what happened. That's Whoa. that's what legs people want to get paid. You owe money, your kid bet with money he doesn't have. Right. And that's where the black market comes in, and that's where legalization. Yes, I'm I love that legalization is here. I love that it's out because we can have honest conversations and we can out a lot of the things that were happening, shining a bright light into a dark corner is what I've wanted to do with cannabis, what I want to do with prostitution is what I want to do with everything. I want it all out in the open oh. so we can go ahead and push it oh. and have conversations about it because it's going on every damn day anyway. So what are we doing? It's stupid to have it illegal because let adults do adult things. Show's going to take a very different turn if you're going to no, it's the weeds and the drugs and the, and the, and the I've been, I, what the I, hell are you talking about? It's, it's Boston it's versus anything. the book. You want to go Boston versus the world. What, well, Boston, no, what are you doing? We have legalized prostitution here. 40, 45 minutes away from me right now. Get in my car, drive over the mountain. I'm right there. Mm. <laughs> okay. Bunny ranch, service. cat houses are all right there. Okay. It's not, right. not hard to find them. Okay. Mm. So they're all in Nevada and Pahrump and everywhere else. You can ride Nevada and you just Google it. There's, I think there's 10 in the state. It's a wonder there's not a sports book in those places. There should be. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but that's. We have states that one state that does it and like no one wants to talk about it. It's like, shh, it exists, but no one wants to talk about it. Like, why not? Why does it exist everywhere? I mean, you know, people aren't, I don't see like mass problems in, in Pahrump because those exist. You can drive past and yeah, some guys get into trouble and, you know, Lamar Odom spent what, two weeks there just hanging out. But oh, can you imagine just, that bender? What that uh, was like? My but that's, goodness. I mean, people are going to do that and they're going to do it. People are going to do it if they want to do it. It's like, right. so let right. them do it and, and right. tax it and legalize it. But the legal market exposes people to the idea that it's safe, which the, it, it's, it's like, hey, it's okay. It, hey, I, I'm 19. They're telling me it's okay. It's it's right. legal. I can do it. And there's always a other side. A little of bit coin. of hypocrisy in that, is it not? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a frustration because state by state, we're going to have different rules, different laws, and, and that's when the federal government gets involved. I can tell you this. That's one of the biggest hurdles and hiccups for an operator. You know, we're going to be at Circa again live tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. And I'm going to say to one of them, how's the Kentucky thing? How, how does that look for you operator-wise? Because – one, it's a new market, but it's different rules. Yeah. It's hard enough, you know, Circa, just as an example, and again, because we're going there, and you know, we're doing the 32 teams in 31 days and all this other stuff, but they're in Iowa. 
They're in Colorado. They're here, and now they're in Kentucky, and they're waiting to go live in Illinois. It's like running five different companies under the same umbrella. Mm -hmm. It ain't easy. Different tax rates. All of it. Mm -hmm. It, it, It's... I asked you this last night when we were talking about putting this on the show. Is there a federal thing coming in your opinion? Yes. It's still a ways away. How's that everybody going to agree on one thing? Because we're we're fucking it up. Well, sorry, Will. That's what we're doing. That's that's what we're doing. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Because the, uh, it's it's like the parent. The parent's letting the kid go, okay, kids, go ahead. Let's see what you can do about it. Go ahead. And then they, you know, smear stuff all over the walls. And mom and dad come in and say, okay, that's enough of that. That was fun. Clear the rules. The boom, 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 boom. Here's regulation. Because you guys couldn't handle it. You you, you couldn't do it. We, we let you try, let go for a couple of years. And sorry, just in 1821, I, they're going to pass a federal law and say you got to be 21 to gamble. It's coming. I, whether whether the tax rate gets dictated to or not, I don't know. But 100%, the federal law, the federal age for, for betting is going to be 21 at some point in the next, I don't know, five years. Chef Benny came in the chat and said you can do all this stuff in Rhode Island. Like you can go in a casino in Rhode Island at 18. It's wow. not even 21 there. I didn't know that. But it's all 18. So you can go... You know, play stuff, slots. I guess if that's true, that must have been. I must. I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I, what that wasn't when I was high, when I was in college. It wasn't eighteen. If I'd known that, I would have gone. I would have gone there because I remember I snuck in when I was nineteen. I snuck into a boardwalk casino in Atlantic City and spent the night gambling because they at the time they checked your ID when you walked in and that's it. And I just was able to, the guy wasn't looking and just went zip, right past him. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't see me. I went right to the table and I. Played blackjack all night, and no one asked. No one asked because it was supposed to get checked. Did you the- have that flip hair thing working? No, I look, I had hat on. I was a broadcaster, so I I was a clean cut looking kid, and you know, I was I was working. I was just okay. you know, we we go to Philly, so because right. the A ten is all full of Philadelphia schools, correct. So we'd go to Philly, right, and then we'd drive to Atlantic City, and we would just try. It was like testing every door. We'd just try every book, every casino until they, they let us in. <laughs> I, I gambled at Trump. I gambled at um, uh, at Caesars, at Trump, and one other one that was down there on the boardwalk that we were able was to get it, into. Didn't Merv Griffin have a casino or something? Maybe. I just remember, like, I remember Trump because it was purple and gold everywhere. And oh, I was like, yeah. this is hard to look at. <laughs> it's like, God, that casino yeah. now, is, it went under. It, it, it failed. But... That was the first iteration of Atlantic City before they redid it. And now they have like the Ocean Club and everything else that's down there. That, that's right. It's really, really nice. But I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not lying. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say, I didn't try to do, the, do this too. I wanted to gamble when I was 19. Yeah. So they're saying, just let the kids gamble. I just think we're, ha- we're having different laws with neighboring states. We're asking for real, this is not good. <laughs> I, I, Showboat. That might have been the name of one of them. And it was. Yes. Uh-huh. Showboat. Good call, uh-huh. Mr. C. He said it in the chat. Um, the question in the rundown says, you know, what could go wrong? All I can see is everything could go wrong. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what the positive of this is, other than you're getting more people involved younger that will then go through the, 
you know, run of let me ask you this, getting good at it, getting bad at it, losing money, winning early and then, you know, continuing to do it. Everything in moderation. That's life. But amen to that. This is too much too soon. Too easy. It's too it's too easy. Let me ask you this. Let me put the states back up again here. Okay. Yep. Kentucky, Montana, New Hampshire, Oregon, Rhode Island, Washington, and Wyoming. What do those states all have in common? Montana, New Hampshire. They they're all run by the lottery. That, but also what else? They're all small population states. Correct. They're all a lot of them are rural states. Oregon, Washington, Kentucky. They're all on the edges of the country too, right? There's only no Kentucky's in the middle. middle. Kentucky. Kentucky is in the middle. That's the first one, but they're all on the coast or the northernmost border, right? Right. Out. But small, small Small. population. These aren't big population states. This is not Illinois. This is not Massachusetts. No. It's not Florida. This is not Virginia. It's not Texas. This is not California. Well, because they won't okay it, right? Right. For a good reason. Yeah. So my point is they're trying to generate revenue. Okay. They're trying to. If you drop it down, how many, I don't know what the number are, but can I imagine 18, 19, and 20-year-olds, those three ages in those states have to be in the hundreds of thousands of kids that age. You're expanding the potential pool of people who can actually bet. Chef Benny said, New Hampshire, Rhode Island have to compete with Massachusetts and Connecticut too. How do you get them? Let them start betting three years sooner. Correct. That's a great point. But that was also, but New Hampshire went 18 before Mass went legal, just to Correct. be clear. Rhode yeah, Island no, did they've been, Rhode Island they've been did 18 for a while, right? Yeah. They both yeah. were legal before Mass ever went legal. So, but now, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm actually stunned when I'm back, when I'm back at home, I didn't see any of this. I'm stunned that there aren't books in New Hampshire and Rhode Island advertising into Mass saying that. Hey, 18, 19, 20, you can gamble here. I don't know if you want to put that up on nope, the Nope, you don't, because that's predatory, <laughs> but that's exactly what we're doing. I think that's, I yeah. I think, but, because you know what that does? That gets attention. Then there's attention on it. Then someone driving down the road goes, what the fuck that say? <laughs> what? Sorry, Hold on a second. Pull over side of the road. Does that say, come to Rhode Island to gamble when you're 18? Because people in Massachusetts would be freaking out if that actually existed. <laughs> if that happened, people would freak. And, be- and Benny knows this. That would be on the news. That would be a big story. XYZ Casino marketing to 18-year-olds in the Bay State. Trying to convince 18-year-olds to cross the border to come down and gamble. This is a bad more idea. More after six. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's People would freak out in Massachusetts if that happened. But I wonder if it's going to happen in Ohio. If I'm a new book in Kentucky, I wonder if do I want to get the heat and get the business at the same time. Be edgy. Go into Cincinnati and put up a billboard. Cross the border. <laughs> Gamble with us. Jay Buck just put in the chat, New Hampshire is fireworks and free play. Amen. He's <laughs> right. Free or die. Free or die. That's their motto. Absolutely. <laughs> and the Mass State Police sit on the border and they watch your plate go up and back and go, oh, it's July 3rd. Let's pull this guy over. Oh, you got a truck full of contraband, Ooh. sir. Ooh. Here's your felony. <laughs> Here's your felony <laughs> ticket for crossing state lines, by the way. So you've committed a federal crime by doing what you have done by taking a New Hampshire firework into Massachusetts. Oh, 
it's actually dynamite too, because a quarter stick of dynamite is an M80. So now you're on a whole different level of, of things they're going to hit you with. They bury people every year. They really? make examples. Oh my goodness, do they ever make examples of people who do that? Yes, in Massachusetts. Meanwhile, we got fire. We or we got billboards here in Vegas for everything. Yes, like there is literally, literally nothing everything. off limits for the billboards here in Vegas. When I first moved here, I was like, I mean, because we had baby, you know, we had we had right. one baby and then we had a second baby, girls. Uh-huh. And I remember telling my wife like. When we drive around and it, the strip club thing is there, and then this is there, and then this, like, what do we tell them? So like, just tell them, you know, that's that's, good that's know. the other thing. Like, that's good to know. Making the Dean, age because Dean Martin is off is a fun drive with Madeline, <laughs> right? Well, well, when they start getting old enough to to, to what our youngest, she, are she looks now. outside. Dean, we're driving down Dean Martin, and she's like. What does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah, um, what is the love store? <laughs> that um, was my, she asked me that. Yes. She asked me that last weekend. Cause we went to a bakery that was across the street from the love store. And she goes, what's the love store. And I was like, it's where um, people go when they want it. They, they, and they're in a relationship. She's yeah. like, what do they buy there? <laughs> Lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I said, we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> These are the questions that I know. Like I've, was remember that you know when I got asked them from the older two, and I was like, hmm. And then you just realize you just tell them, like, you don't know they're gonna what they're gonna hear from their friends or from you know uh. the radio or TV or whatever. So you just tell them, like, I, I, my time in Curacao exposed me to that. Like everything was legal there. Everything it was might as well have been the Netherlands because it was a it's it's a Dutch mm-hmm. owned island, right? I don't know if making it eighteen is. Better, worse, just tell them at the beginning. I mean, he's, you know, kids are drinking wine in different places in other countries. That I drank at, I drank at my house young. So that's what I'm I saying. Mean, like, it, you know, so for that very reason, because it was about taking the allure of it of like, oh my gosh, I go to college and I get to drink. Like, right. Right. Make it more normalized. Yeah. Oh, Curacao's melting down in the Little League World Series. Get, 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 uh, get Henderson lost yesterday, too. I know. So Vegas I, Vegas I'm kids a, lost yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, it, look, just to put a bow on the story, I, I, I think it's something that as we start towards football season, I, I did it on the juice the other day. I want to do it here. Like, watch out for problem gambling in yourself or people who are around you, Okay. The younger we're starting, the more likely we're going to see stories of kids who get hooked, who get in trouble in yourself. If you think you're having a, a problem with, with sports betting, you really should stop for a week. And if you can't stop, you should then ask for help. Dave's yep. not a shrink. I'm not a psychiatrist. We can point you in the right direction. But your state has a hotline. Every state has hotlines for gambling addiction, and they can help you and put you in the right place. And if you can't watch a game without having money on it for it to be fun, there's something wrong. You may not be a problem gambler, but you should be able to enjoy sports without having a dollar on it. Cause we like sports first gambling. Second sports first, when it flips, you might get yourself into a trouble in a problem area and have some trouble with it. So I just want you guys to know that, that, that we yeah. care about you guys and we're trying to help you guys on this stuff, but also self monitor when it comes to this stuff. Without a doubt, check your bet history all the time. You know, you get on a bad run, take a break, get on a good run, maybe withdraw some money and just, you know, enjoy a day or two without doing it. And you'll see, you'll like doing it more 
mm. when it's less stressful. You yep. really will. And we had pamphlets. I never saw them until I moved to Vegas, you know, and started working at a book. But those, you know, when the fun stops, pamphlets are on the counter at every book. They're required to be there. Mm -hmm. Nobody it's a stupid line, but it, it really means it actually means something. Mm -hmm. It does, but nobody touches stops. those things. No, they don't. Of course not. No, no, no one wants to admit it right. out in public. No one's right. going to admit to a guy across the counter, I got a right. problem with it. No one wants to say that out loud. But that's the beauty of this show because chances are you guys are watching this one of three ways. You're watching this either on Sports Grid Replay at home. You're either watching this on your phone or you're watching it on your computer on YouTube. Or you're listening. Or you're listening after the Maybe. fact. But you guys are alone. And you, along with your thoughts, only you know the truth. So it's a, it's a conversation with the person in the mirror. No, nobody else. No one's judging. No one's going to tell you. No one's going to make you. But if you have that conversation going on in your head, listen to it. When the fun yeah. stops, maybe it's time to stop. Maybe it's time. And look, again, I've said this. We've, we've talked about this. But like people who are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever, and are talking about, I'm a real one and I'm dropping $500 tickets and I really bet. Okay. I'm sorry. This doesn't make me impressed. And I don't know who you're trying to impress because your audience is not like that. So if you bet $5, never feel bad about that. Never let anybody else shame you into you're not a real gambler or you're not a real one because you don't place large wagers. Okay. I don't care about, nobody should care. The only, this is like your daily fantasy team or, or your season long fantasy team. I don't care. I don't care. You want a fantasy league. I don't care if you drafted on your, I mean, you know, congratulations. That's great. I, I don't care. I don't care. Not even congratulations. I don't care if you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the first round. I don't care. Yep. It means nothing to me. I mean, literally means I don't care. So what you bet versus what I bet versus what Dave bets versus anybody else, it doesn't matter. I don't. In this so. idea of like some type of pecking order that people want to get into about how important they are, how how unimportant somebody is. Right. You guys bet what you want to bet. If it's two dollars, bet two dollars. If it's two thousand, bet two thousand. If it's two hundred thousand, it's two hundred thousand. Right. A bet's a bet to bet. Period. You don't win more just because you bet more in terms of like, oh, you win a really good bet. That should pay out $10. But now it's going to pay out $20 because of how good that bet was <clears throat> or 10,000 or 20,000. Okay. The odds are what the odds are. The return is the return. It is what it is. So I want everyone to feel comfortable here and knowing that there's, you know, there's gyms no unit that have, shaming here. Yes. No there's gyms shaming. that there's gyms that have like, you know, the, the, the no judgment zone, <laughs> like, I want this show to be that way for anyone who wants to bet. Yep. It's no judgment zone. I don't care if you're someone who can run through, you know, 10 dimes in a weekend and turn it into 200. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's great. I don't care if you're at $2 and you're going ahead and betting, you know, penny slots and, and dollar wagers on books. I, it doesn't matter to me what you're doing. I just want everyone to know that as we start football season, that like, and I hope it never happens in the chat. I hope it never happens in the Discord channel. None of that, okay? Bet within your own means. And you, as an adult, get to set what that is. Without a doubt. Well said, sir. Um, and definitely reach out. We've had some, some amazing um, stories told, uh, exchanges between people, guys and girls that have watched the show and listened to the show and they've met in the discord. They met at the live shows we did in the summer at Circa. 
and it formed bonds and friendships. And, you know, we got guys going through, somebody's going through something every single day. We've said this so many times. It doesn't have to be even gambling related. People are going to, Conowinski's getting tests done at the doctor today and if people are wishing him well. Mm. These little things that, you know, we signed up someone for the, for the brigade proxy service from Indiana who listens to us every day as he gets to work to put him in a relaxing, good frame of mind. Didn't ask what he bets. Didn't ask what he did. It won't matter. None of that will matter, at least here on this show, in the chat, in the Discord, all of that other stuff. It doesn't matter. Bet what you bet. Enjoy the show. And, yeah, please tell someone about it. Hit the like button so we can keep doing it. Mm, that too. Uh, Asia Wilson scored fitting three last night. Tied the WNBA record. Damn. Do you ever, I, I, I'm starting with this for a question because yes. I, I am wondering. Yes. We've asked before what the ceiling is for betting on women's sports. Okay. Do you believe that that is an untapped market being in the business as long as you have? Because if this was a guy doing this, this would oh. be the story on everyone's front page. Correct. Every sports or every sports website would have this blown up. 53 points tied the WNBA record for most points in a single game. Is there a market? Do you believe there's an untapped market for sports betting or do women or people or fans of women's sports, a very small market? Fans of women's sports is a very small market. Yes. Is it growing? Yes. Does it have potential to grow bigger? Yes. Does it have potential to grow bigger because of betting? No. Okay. I don't think the betting. <sighs> Until we put it out there in front of everybody to see an experience and then continue to tell them about it when no one will listen, will it then get mainstream? There are just some people that are just not going to be interested in it ever. Like, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you're right. If this was 53 by anyone in the NBA, it doesn't have to be by LeBron or Steph. Somebody puts up a 53 spot in the NBA on a Tuesday night in February on the Pelicans. CJ McCallum does it. Yeah. It's a big deal. Front front page leads everything. Big, big deal. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it was not. I'm not saying it should be a huge deal. I'm just saying the coverage is very different because the interest is different. But I, what I've seen people say that there is this massive untapped market for females and fans of women's sports that will turn into gamblers once they start to realize that they can bet on the sports they like watching. I don't know. I mean, I think the women's sports have to get one, the exposure and two, they have to be fans of the game. Then the betting comes. I don't think you can, you can do stuff with betting, but again, think about the population. Out of 100 people, 20 bet. That's a high number. You're only tapping into 20% of that market when you have 100 mm -hmm. people and you can get half of them, say, to like the sport, who are passionate about the sport, follow the sport, want to see it. Then you say, hey, did you know that you, know, you could bet her points over today? Oh, really? Yeah. Then I think you have something. This, this whole thing of... Let's push the betting on it and the sport will grow. I think that's backwards. Am I wrong? No, 
Not at all. Not at all. I didn't it's, know that she got 53 points until you put it in the rundown. See? <laughs> I'm not, I, and that's our team here. Like, it's Vegas-based. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, we're pretty busy right now, so pardon me for it's not true. knowing. It's fine. a lot going on. Uh, 41 years ago. This is this is we, we should have a stinger, a Yankee watch for the rest of the season because the glee and smile on your face every day is so is, fun. It gives me so energy what, when so I what, saw it on the line. Where were you 41 years ago? 41 years ago, I was, let's see, 12. I was uh boy, it was a hell of a summer. September of 1982. Uh, we had just won the, the, the Little League Championship. <laughs> um, I come off my first broken bone. Oh. I had a ping pong table up against the wall folded. Ouch. On my, on my, yeah, yeah, on my, uh, on my ankle. So I was rehabbing. I, I rehabbed it. We won the Little League Championship in September of 82. I was, uh, boy, I was doing a lot of things. Getting I ready. was five. Oh, man. I was, I was 12. <laughs> And boy, I was—I I think I was in love. Was <laughs> summer spending it. September of 1982, the top five songs in America: Chicago, "Hard to Say," "I'm Sorry," oh, mixtape, the Steve Miller brand, "Abracadabra," "Abracadabra." This is how fucking long ago this was. <laughs> "Eye of the Tiger" was on the charts. Damn right, it was Rocky. Oh, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger was on the charts in September of 1982. John Cougar's Jack and Diane. These are legendary songs. September of 1982. Jack and Diane. Look it up, kids. And then and someone named Melissa Manchester. You should hear how she talks about you. It was number five. How did that make the list? I have no idea. I've never heard of her or the song before, but that was a top five song in September of 1982. The last time the New York Yankees lost nine games in a row. (laughs) 41 years ago. Wow. Other things that happened in September of 1982. You know who sang Jack and Diane? John Cougar Mellencamp. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two American (laughs) kids growing up in the heartland. Jack, he's going to be a football star. Diane's debutante back seat of Jackie's car. Ooh. Sucking on chili dogs outside the tasty freeze. Diane sitting on Jackie's lap. Got his hands between her knees. Jackie says, <laughs> when you, when you hey, Diane, lyrics, let's run off behind a shady tree. <laughs> Dribble off those Bobby Brooks. Let me do what I please. <laughs> the cover of that album. Have you, have you seen it? No, I, don't, I saw it back then. I don't remember. Let's, hold on. Let's see if I can cut. You can pull this up. If I can pull this up. Um, oh. oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. Saying, "Oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone." Let's oh, see if man. I can, if I can find it. I gotta find the album cover because oh, my. my mom and dad. It's the first time I ever saw jealousy in my life. Oh, what? I remember it like it was yesterday. It was no. like a, it was this album that it was a John Cougar Mellencamp album that had a very risque picture of a woman. I remember it was just her legs and she was like pulling up stockings. Oh, and I, I, my mother wanted to kill my father 
Really? For having it. She was like, that is so disrespectful. That is, I can't believe you're bringing this into my house, blah, blah, blah. And for, I was like six years old. And I was like, why is mom getting so mad about a picture of a leg? Who cares? Like I had no, I had no like conceptual idea Ooh. why I remember seeing that like later in life, I remember like a light bulb went off in my head when I was like 13, 14 years old. And I was like, that's why my mom was pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, it was like a huge, John, John Cougar Mellencamp will always have that place in because of that album oh. cover with my dad. It was really funny. It was like a huge seminal moment in my life of realizing like, all these, no, I was going to say it, but I won't say it, but, but, but all these bees are crazy. What are you worried about, about saying? I hate calling women bitches. It just, it just doesn't, oh, it's oh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. it just, it's not very appropriate. They hate so. it when you call them that. Yes. So like, <laughs> I was trying not to, not, not to be that type of, you know, on the, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't help. Um, Ronald Reagan was president, by the way, in case you're curious. Margaret, Margaret Thatcher ran the UK in, in September 1941. Pope mm. John Paul II led the Catholic Church in September of 1982. <laughs> yeah. The last time. were terrible. The Steelers were starting to they, – they were sliding. They weren't good. Um, I was playing – Basketball. There was, a, there was so many things going on September 1982. Yeah, my sisters were seven. Wow, gosh, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, the Princess Grace of Monaco died on September 13th, 1982. Mm. He passed I don't remember away. that. Um, let's see. Uh, what a World Series that year. Dodgers in September won. of 82. I don't know if it says the, that. Uh, the Dodgers played the Yankees, I think, in 81. Who, uh, chat, who won a World Series in 1982? Can't remember. That's a win because the Orioles 82. won in 83. 83 to beat the Phillies. Right. Trying to think who won. Who won the World Series in 1982? Why can't I remember that? I don't know, but how are the Yankees favored today? How is this possible? Just they've, lost, learn. they've lost nine in a row and Severino's awful. I don't care if it's Gore. I don't care if it's the Nationals. How are they favored? How is this possible? <laughs> People bet the brands. <laughs> Dodgers won in 81. Was it the Royals in 82? Ask somebody. Sounds spot. right. It does sound right. George Brett in 82. Was it? was it? George Brett was great. <laughs> the Yankees are not. Um, Why are they favored? Well, because what are we going to make it? Like, oh, what are no. we going to do? No, it was... Uh, Cardinals, Brewers, Cardinals, Cardinals in 82. Cardinals. Cardinals over the Brewers. Brewers were, were an American League team, the kids. There was a time when the Brewers did play in the American League. Gorman Thomas, Robert Young, Paul Molitor. Man, what a bummer. I remember one of them to win so bad. Yeah. Um, hi, Severino Gore. I don't know. The market agrees with you. It's coming down. Okay. Oh, no, it's not. 140. 138. Guys are watching the show down south. Hi, guys. They're moving <laughs> the number right now. They're asking the same question. 135. Right now. Just moved. Appreciate you guys watching the show. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah, Send no the sense. DM at yeah. Boston versus the book. We'll do something makes for sense. the ball. The White Sox cleaned house yesterday. Well, you've been calling for people to get fired at a lot of different places. Well, the White Sox are, are good. I mean, Ryan's will walk in with the paintball gun and start firing at people. Yankees won't. No, 
<laughs> the Yankees have lost nine in a row for the first time since I was five years old. <laughs> and Aaron Boone just goes to work and goes like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Lost nine in a row. Like what team is this? Where, what town do the, do the Yankees play in? Cause it's no longer New York. I mean, it's, <laughs> this is, I don't feel, I love this. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. I feel bad. This is, this is fucking Christmas. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. I love to lose 19 in a row, lose 19, not nine, lose 19 in a row. Then I'll feel bad. I don't feel bad now at all. It's well, phenomenal. Well, again, sorry. He just keeps dropping him today. He's way over his total for f <laughs> This guy here. I still have kept it a clean sheet. I got a clean sheet working yeah. so far today. Um, why not the Yankees? They ain't going to let nobody go until the end of the season. I If Hal Steinbrenner does not drop a nuclear bomb type of event in on the Yankees in this offseason, he's going to have a problem. His fan base is going to start to turn on him badly. I don't care if he's a Steinbrenner or not. I think they've given up. The fan base has given up? I think the fan base is like, eh, the hell with this Yankees team. Well, the apathy is the worst thing in the world because if that happens, people aren't going to buy tickets and it could be bad, bad. I mean, look, I remember when the Yankees in the the 90s, nobody went to their games. I I was alive when that happened. Oh, they were bad too. I saw it. I saw those empty stands. I saw, you know, old Yankee Stadium. Nobody wanted to go. Yep. So I remember too. We're going back to those times. Oh boy. All the rest of this season. I mean, it, it, it's a four o'clock game today, seven o'clock Eastern against the Nationals with a bad team on a nine game losing streak. This might be the lowest crowd they have all season, right? Kids are back to school in a lot of places. September is going to be a lonely place at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I would agree. Right? Yeah. Be able to hear the, the hot dog vendor from across. <laughs> hot dogs here, hot dogs. And you're like, wait, that can hear that guy? Used to do that in Cleveland when I went there. Someday, listen, Three River Stadium in the 80s. Very, I was probably going to games in September 1982. Yeah, Fenway during, play. Fenway during the chicken and beer time. Right. Which, by the way, I we, we have to get Jonathan Papelbon on this show. We just, we have to. Really? Oh, we have to. He, he's doing gambling content now, so he just, he has to come on oh, because okay. he has to. The, the 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 amount of making fun of the chicken and beer thing he does on social media is so funny. Really, he was he was on the team during that whole thing during the whole chicken and beer controversy with the Red Sox. You, you've heard, you heard that story, right? Yeah. When the Red Sox season tanked, they were ordering fried chicken from a joint down the street from Fenway, and they were sending okay. the clubhouse they were sending the clubhouse kids to go buy them chicken fried chicken and beer to bring right. it back, and they're eating it during the game. While the Red Sox were losing, and it turned oh. into like a catastrophic story in I Boston do media. That now that you said it, it was like burn Fenway to the ground type of thing. People were so mad. Oh my! <laughs> well, I, mean, I never thought it was that big of a deal, but they really did. One of our moderators with the wrench in the chat, Addison's got to go do a photo shoot. He said, "Have a good day, Brigade. Enjoy it. So enjoy." Enjoy it. Messi anytime goal minus one twenty one. He's leaving everybody with that one. Oh, there you go. That's nice of you. Not a bad play. Thanks, Addison. Appreciate that. Uh, Queen just said, "I'm a Yankees fan, and apathy is super real." So you might be. Oh, you might be onto something. Maybe there is no real. Uh, Queen situation. Jolie. Queen yeah. Jolie's in the chat. Hi, Queen. Yeah. So, uh, to college football we go. DJU got named the starter for Oregon State. Are we going to be able to say his name ever? What? 
You're excited about this. I'm not excited. Just I can't say his name. So I just think it's funny to watch everybody else who can't say his name now having to do it. Everyone thought like, oh, okay, that guy's gone. At least we're going to say that guy's name anymore. And now he's on a quarterback of a top 25 team. Oregon State's preseason top 25. Yeah. <laughs> they might be actually pretty good. With might- DJU at quarterback. Um, they, somebody I talked to said the bet the season wins over. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if that's because of this or, but they told me a week ago and number moved or no, no. Okay. But, but this is one of those ones that you got to, I don't have, right? is this Eight and a half. Let's see. Um, Oregon state. I think so. Hold on. So exactly. they avoid all the, uh, they avoid some of the big boys in the Pac-12. They don't play USC. Right. Uh, let's see. Pac-12. Boy, is it weird to like, we're never going to see this Pac-12 thing again. Yep. Pac-12 wins. Oh, you would think they would put them in alphabetical order or something. This is one of the dangers of doing this on without game numbers. There's no organization. You just start scrolling. Eight and a half under is minus 152. Oh, wow. Okay. So eight and four. Eight and four. So maybe find an eight. Go ahead and fire on the over eight. Right. Can you make it a push out of it? So. <laughs> JR33312. Beaver fever. Catch it. <laughs> Snatch it. Jeez. What are you doing? So that was one of the other hats, though. You were talking about the hats that you had when you were young. Okay. The Cox hat yes. from South Carolina. Oh, and, and Beavers or Oregon Beavers. State. Beavers. Yep. Oregon State. Same, same block lettering, too. Same company. Same, same company. white hat. Same everything. Yep. Agreed. Beavers. Yes. Beavers. Absolutely. Yep. For Oregon State. Uh, Caleb Williams, the quarterback for USC is trying to become the first player to go back to back in the Heisman since 1975 when Archie Griffith did it for Ohio state. Okay. He said today or yesterday, rather when he was asked about, are you going to go, is this your last year? And he basically said, I always came into school thinking I was going to play for three years and then go to the NFL. But I love playing with my guys so much. I'm not so sure I'm going to leave school after this year. What is this? What publicist or what agent or what, what, why say this now? Because you're trying to keep everyone focused on this season. This is just smokescreen BS. Can't possibly be real, right? No, he's just saying it because he's supposed to say it before he goes into the draft. Who told him to say it? No one told him to say it. I think he just knew to say it. He said to ESPN about, you know, he goes, that's for sure now going to be the, you know, in the moment, that's going to be for sure now an in the moment decision at the end of the year. It's my third year and the dream and goal to go three and out, being around these guys in college and enjoying it. We'll have to see now at the end of the year. It's just what you're supposed to say. Being in college now, being part of this brotherhood and being with Coach Riley, it's been awesome. Right. Now, if if he wins the Heisman, he's leaving. If they make the playoff and he doesn't win the Heisman, he's going to be the first pick of the draft. I actually think it's the other way around. I think he wins the Heisman, he goes back. Uh, What is his... Do you know why? 
the amount Tell of me. the amount of money he'll make in Los Angeles as a two-time Hasman Trophy winner will be ridiculous. It'll be Reggie Bush level. He go. He stays in school. If he wins it again, he stays in school. If you could make fifty million dollars in your last year, why go to the NFL? It'll be there. That contract will be there. Make it now. Make you're in LA. You're in a monster There's market. There's no salary cap in the NIL. There's no salary cap, and you're going into the Big Ten. You're going into a, a bigger conference. You're going to play in Chicago. You're going to play in these major markets. You can be the face of college football. You can make so much money. You can only go down, though, as far as who cares? Draft who cares that you're going to be picked? You're a two-time husband. You're going to be picked. You're going to get a contract. You're going to play in the NFL. Overall pick if you go who cares? after this. I'd rather be the twenty fourth pick overall and be on a team that can win. I've got the money. You want the you want to be the first pick in the draft for the money. That's why you know the team sucks. You're going to a bad team. That's why they have the first pick in the draft. If you get the money. Who cares if you, if you get drafted, you're a first round pick, you have four years guaranteed, maybe five. If you're a first round pick, it's five yep. years guaranteed. You're good to go or four years with the option. And you are your money. It doesn't matter how much money you've lost matter. because you, you got it last year. So I think it's mm-hmm. the other way around. I think if he does win the Heisman again, he's going back. He's going to stay in school. If he doesn't, then I think he goes out. Wowza. Makes it tough to tank for Caleb. 100%, right? 100%. Changes everything. If if a market was this up. This kid like, may stay. Somebody's market, in some market somewhere going to Houston. Yep. Drake Abort. May. Drake May. Drake oh, May will be the number one guy. pick in the draft. Oh, you're, this is, you're, you're going you're gonna to stay on this hill all season, aren't you? Drake May is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Quarterback for North Carolina is going to go one. Man, oh man! Because you know, and you, you know who's you know who the best friend of Drake May is right now, Sam Howell at what with Washington. Oh, because Sam Howell has a big year. All of a sudden, quarterbacks from North Carolina get a whole different look. You're like, oh, may what about Drake May? Could he be the next Sam Howell? Forget about Eric Bieniemy going there or not. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Coaches, it still matter. But just saying, watch. If wow. he stays, if there was a market to bet, I would bet it now, just because the the odds will never be better than right now. But Drake may be the top pick in the draft next year. The NIL money is unbelievable. It changes everything. And you're in LA. You will be. You will not be as big of a star if you're a two-time Heisman Trophy winner and you at USC going into your senior year. You will be a much bigger star than you will be in the NFL as a first-year rookie in Indianapolis type of market. Wow, fair. So that's why he said it. That's yeah. why. He, that's why he said it. Yeah. Come on. Good. There, there could be. He, you want to keep the USC boosters happy because they've got deep, deep, deep pockets. <laughs> You're the first two-time Heisman Trophy winner in 40, what, eight years, whatever it is. You think Ohio State will be on the schedule next year for USC? Oh, they they're going to get – they're getting Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State next year. There's no debate. They're going to give them the hardest welcome ever to the conference in December or in November, rather. They're going to play like their last three games of the year are probably going to be like at Penn state home for Michigan at Ohio state. Wow. (laughs) They're going to give them like the most, the most ridiculous schedule ever. The only two time say wins a Heisman. The only two time Heisman winners are 
Archie mm-hmm. and him. Yep. They bring Arch out for the game. Publicity is huge through the roof. It's oh so you can go God. back. You can so make more money. money. You could make more money your senior year Woo! as a two-time winner of the Heisman Trophy. Wow. Than going, going to the NFL. Wow. P Roll. Good topic. That was so, good. Man. That's I I think there's a lot of possibilities there with him sticking Damn. in school because of NAL. 20 years ago, wouldn't even been a question you're going out. No. Now, big question as to five years ago would have been a question. You're going to the NFL. You're the number one pick. You know you're the number one pick. You're going. Get the money. Now, you said, you just said it. You don't need the money. I could be a college kid. Like Roger Long said, the BMOC. The ultimate. USC. The ultimate BMOC. Man, oh, man. I'm going to have to get some USC gear. Watch that. This by request yesterday. Oh. And you guys did put this in the super chat. We didn't get to it yesterday. We apologize. I apologize for that. But if you guys want us to get into a topic, that's how you can do it. You can put a super chat up. We'll talk about it during bonus time. One of you guys did this. We didn't do it. Week zero. You wanted us to talk about week zero. Two games for week zero. We'll talk about right now here on a Wednesday. The big one. They know how to do the super chat. There's a button on the bottom right. If you're watching the show live on the live chat. Looks like a dollar sign or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hit it. You touch that and then you type something and it comes yep. up. And we can see it in color. So right. do that. Navy, Notre Dame. Iris minus 20 and a half. Total is 50 and a half. It's come down at certain books to 49 and a half. Fandles at 49 and a half. Some books are at 50 and a half. Saturday in Ireland. Can I interest you in a first half over in this game? At 25 and a half. Check the weather. Yes, not great. That's why it's going to be sloppy. No, it could be. Yes. Which fits into Navy and the triple option. Yeah. They're not going to score many points though. 14 to 17 points. Probably somewhere. Irish defense is going to be touchdown, two field goals or two touchdowns. If they're lucky or something like they're not getting more than 17 points for sure. Do the Irish cover a 20 and a half point spread? I think they put up 38. I think they do. So 38, 17. Approximately, that's where 38-14, 38-13. It comes with 38-13 is 51. See what the total is? That's, that's. I mean, it's kind of how you, you put Come it to together. It. Mm-hmm. Um, first half total over in the first game of the season in a neutral on a possible <laughs> wet field. Sloppy. <laughs> yeah. Like, are they playing? I asked. Um, Harvard is last night when we were doing the show because he's a big Notre Dame guy and he can't wait. Like Notre Dame yeah. people are excited for this. They should be. Teams going to be in good. Ireland. Yep. The ultimate place. Um, is it a soccer stadium though? Is it a soccer field? Like with the grass. When you see these games go over there, right? It's happened in the NFL early on. They've gotten better with it, but the grass was so cut so tight differently. Um, guys were sliding all over the place. They're Just playing, like the Super Bowl. It's the Air Lingus. Football classic being played at Aviva Stadium, fifty-one thousand people in Dublin. In Dublin, right? So it's a hundred percent a soccer stadium, but it's a sick, it's a sick looking soccer stadium. It's supposed to be the crown jewel of the whole place. Like that's supposed to be. It's a, it's a beautiful. Uh, yeah, it looks rugby gorgeous. field mostly, I believe. Thank you, One Star Gorov. Yeah, it looks 
I'm looking at a soccer picture of a, uh, of a stadium, but it looks, it looks How nice. much do you want to play stuff like this? Like this is the question I would come back with and we can address it even more in bonus time, but I'm more reticent to, to, to play stuff this early. Like I, from the book I just standpoint, think, we would take the bets, but I wouldn't look to like the reason why I'm asking you stuff because I don't know. Here's my thought on the over, right? The Irish with Sam Hartman, their offense is going to be, I think, on fire early until Navy makes adjustments as to what it's going to look like. This is a new offensive coordinator with a new quarterback who is an experienced college quarterback who could be a Heisman Trophy candidate, and the Irish are going to want to go out there and make a statement early. I think the, I think the number could get covered late, so a backdoor for Navy. But I think the Irish could score a touchdown in their first three possessions and come out just blazing hot because they've got scripted plays and no one has seen this offense yet in college football. And Navy doesn't come back. No, they get down and they get run out. Right. But they could. I mean, I I just, the idea is like the triple option in their defense is like, okay, but that takes time. Yeah. And the Irish defense might take some time to stop the triple option. They may struggle with it early, give up a touchdown or two early, which would play to the under. Why? Because their scoring drives Navy are long. Keeps the ball. They maintains do maintains possessions. The clock is going to not stop after first downs. That is, I, I think, I think the books are overreacting to that in a monster way. I think there are so many. Again, Drake May's yardage went from forty three hundred last year to thirty one hundred, largely due to the to, to this rule. Like, I don't think games are going to be played that much faster. It could be dead wrong, but I don't think we're going to see games in like a blink and be like, oh, how baseball has been this year where it's 30 minutes shorter. I don't think college games are going to be like that. <sighs> they still stop inside two minutes. It still goes back to that rule inside two minutes. Does, um, and the guys in the chat, I see Shady Beach Bomb. Notre Dame might take the foot off the gas. CBW says yes. Notre Dame might take uh, might play it close to the vest, though, not show much because they don't have to. Once they get Ooh. a lead, they just kind of conservative. Let's, yeah, let's get, get out of got to get the lead first. That's the whole point. Of, that's why my first half over question. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a first half over going, how many points do I get out of Navy? Can I get 10 points out of Navy? Because if I do, I feel pretty good. I'm getting 17 out of the Irish. I don't know if you get 10 points out of Navy. Can you get, can you get enough? Can you get enough from Notre Dame? If you get seven out of Navy or yeah, two, 21, six, seven, two field sure. 21, seven, I'm at 28. I get over. Okay. I just, I think the Irish offense will be scripted. Like the first 20 plays, they'll be working at it nonstop. And so I think they'll come out like last year. This is my reference point. Last year, Nebraska Northwestern played in this game. And in the first half, both offenses went crazy (laughs) because they scripted everything. Yeah. In the defense went, oh, shit, what's going on? And they got bliss. In the second half, everything changed, and Northwestern beat Nebraska for their only win of the year. I was down at BetMGM, at Park MGM, uh, and ran into some, some people who were just top to bottom Nebraska. Yeah, and they thought they They had the world beat. In that first half, because their oh offense was God. all scripted, man, and they had worked on it all camp, man. and they came out, they threw bombs, they run it. It was like everyone's like, "Oh my God, this Nebraska offense! Look out, they're going to be so great." 
I think the Irish could have a similar situation where they go ahead and just blow the doors off Navy in the first half. And maybe I'm making a case for an Irish team total first half team total over, but that's a more of a wonky bet that only certain books will offer. Right. Not everyone's going to get that granular, let you right. bet that small of a market, but <laughs> over first half, just right now, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about for Saturday. I forget what the expression is about, like what Nebraska says about not go big red. What is it? Go big red. No, it was something else they were saying. Go big red, but they they had it all like the way they Husker something. I forget what it was, but they had the Wait. signs on them, and the, the guy was dressed like a corn. He had overalls on. What is it? But Scott Frost was the coach at the time. Yeah, I forget, but they, they were they, corn they cobs so fired up. They were yeah, they were oh god. They yelled, they were, go big red. It's go yeah, big red. And they were go big they red. were so sad <laughs> in the fourth quarter. I was sitting in there having lunch by myself, and I was like, Man, these people look like they just the, the <laughs> puppy just died. Like they they're so sad. The air got let out of the balloon. Oh, it was bad. They were so and that rule could have the same situation because what they were last year going into Scott Frost last year, they thought here goes Scott Frost. Finally. Oh boy. Now it's the same for Matt rule right now. The expectations are a little bit much. What do they call themselves now? Oh, shoot. What's something to do with rule? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I don't know, man. 30, like it's not 13. Swifties. Cause like Taylor Swift or Swifties. It's like rules. It's it's like, like oh, rule really? rulers or something like that. And I forget what they are. They're all, oh. A lot of people are very high on Matt Rule in Nebraska. They think I would lay it before I before I would take it. That's uh, when it was under twenty one. I thought that was the right side, and it's getting, you know, it's going that direction. But what is going on? I don't know. As far as the total, man, like the first week, I'm more just like let's watch the games, let's watch, let's learn, let's see where the numbers at, let's think about the next number. Um. Wow, this is this is true. This is going to be kind of nuts. What? Not to change topics, but what? What happened? Our friend Cofield just said there's going to be 25 different shows from around the country at Radio Row starting tomorrow at Circa. Really? <laughs> oh, good. That's going to be crazy. XM Fantasy Football is going to be there. Yep. Uh, Toledo, Ohio is going to be there. Oh. Chicago is going to be the score is going to be there in Chicago. Yep. Of course, my former employer is going to be there. Okay. Um, wow. I see some old friends. Boy, that's great. Yay. That sounds so <laughs> Yay. Looking forward to doing that. Uh, UMass, New Mexico, my school. Big move today. Did Stucky move the number? It went from seven and a half to six and a half today. Did Stucky move the number? No, <laughs> he did not. Stucky's posting UMass t-shirts. I love it. Let's go. Let's go buy some UMass stuff. My team, How's my New Mexico I, State favored? Because they went four Violet. and one. They went four and one. My school is the worst school in college football. They are. They have, a, they have a transfer quarterback coming in to people from Clemson that people think could really do some big things. So, oh, UMass does. You matched us, mm. but New Mexico went four and one last year as a favorite, and they got a, the returning quarterback kid who was pretty good for them last year. Four and one ATS or just four and one period. Four and one ATS as a favorite. Really? Yep. It's breaking news. They were favored five times. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Forget that they went four one. I'm impressed. Um, 
I don't know. Again, first thought is take the points. Go up. Let's go. I need, I need to go back up. I need it to be seven or buy it to seven. I need the seven points. You missed it. Just let it go. There's a million games coming up. It's my alma mater. It's what I want. I got to oh, have that. Don't do action. that. It's only game I'll bet all year because it, every other week I'll be buried with a thousand games. This is only an eight game slate or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a very small slate games. on Saturday. Yeah. Just, how many games do you think you'll have uh, you have action on or an opinion on this week? Two. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. No, only two. I won't have. I won't. Saturday will be just, it'll be a fun day, but it'll be a couple of bets. It'll be a baseball bet, a couple of bets, and then maybe a UFC or a boxing bet on Saturday. Cubs are winning 4 nothing. by the way. Oh, the that's good. I'm on the over of that game. What's, what, what, what inning is that? Autumn of six. Bases Ooh. loaded for the Tigers. Right good. Now. Give me a bunch of runs here. Yeah. Because I had one guy coming at me saying, you know, the the, the wind's blowing in at, at, at Comiskey or whatever the hell they call it these days. I was like, I don't care about wind in a non Wrigley Field setting. It's the only real, I know it's the same city. I get it. But I, so I was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm on over eight and a half. It's like the line moved to eight. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I bet it. Guys, if you're going back and watching the show later, do me a favor. And put it a comment in there about who has the time to do this. Go back and count how many times P. Ralt said, I don't care today. Because he had a rant about your unit size. (laughs) And now I just had a rant right there. And I think the number is 16 and a half. It's probably over, but yeah. I would say 16 and a half over minus a quarter, (laughs) just listening to the show uh, an hour and 20 in right. 32 teams and 31 shows. Circa Sports is bringing it to you. We are live tomorrow at Circa Million Weekend, Thursday, Friday at Upstairs in the Ballroom for Circa Million and Survivor. $14 million in prizes to be given out. $6 million for Circa Million, $8 million for Circa Survivor. Survivor, five games against the spread each week for million, one winner a week for Survivor. For more information, log on to circusports.com. We go to Hold on. Good news for you. Grand Slam? Grand Slam. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said to the guy on Twitter, I don't care about your stupid wind. The over over eight and a half just hit because why it's four four Matt yes someone's got to score an extra run so we get nine we're good game check mark green good stop talking to me about stupid wind <laughs> people are Kyle so Carpenter Grand Slam run it up my God they put on a hockey helmet in Detroit oh that's you cool see that no they get that's in cool. the dugout after they hit a home run put a hockey helmet on and hand them a stick oh hockey that's town that's tremendous that's great. Yes, go. sir. A little cross. Lions are the team of the day. How about that? We got a good tiger clip there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, now tigers and lions. Makes sense. The synergy. The universe is working in so many different ways. Need the bears and need Dorothy in the shoes, and it's lions, tigers, and bears. Uh, nine and a half oh win total. Juice to the over, minus 130. Last year, they went nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Reasons to be excited. A lot of talent coming back for this team. A lot of talent. Division, weak. No Aaron Rodgers. <gasps> Will division weak? Yeah, division's weak. I don't know what to make of the Vikings. I'm sorry. I really don't. Everyone who's getting mad at me for saying stop Actually, making fun of Kirk Cousins. He's Kirk Cousins. I don't know. Oh, wow. 
he's like a guy who's supposed to she'd be like a, he's like a sitcom dad i don't know what to make of him but he's a quarterback so there's just a lot of cool sitcom dads what does that mean he's a sitcom dad like he's just a he's just a guy you don't see him as being like an nfl quarterback you know he's a guy who gets hit hard and goes oh gosh darn like he's just like <laughs> you know he's just one of those guys this <laughs> is what he is he's just like you know it's what about the bears are they bears weak they are weak. Yes. Oh, <laughs> the hype on the nice. Bears is overblown here. Okay. I, I like Justin Fields, but like, let's oh, pump the brakes for a second on the Bears. Reasons to be concerned. Yes. The hype. They play Casey at home on opening night. Sorry, on the road, rather, at opening night yep. on Thursday night. Yep. The spotlight is so bright on this team right now. I have no clue. People have been hammering their win totals, Super Bowl, all of the future markets have been crushed with the Lions. How do the Lions handle it? Very What's bright. Your, what is your first blush take on the over on the nine and a half wins over or under before we do the schedule? I don't think they I mean it's nine or ten when you go through it. Okay. The advance to the 10 is a, we're getting a little, little too excited. Sure. I think the ceiling is higher than that. I do. Okay. They're not going to catch anybody. No one's going to be caught watching, looking past the Lions. Yeah, but. That's bad news have, for them. That's they bad have, news. They have put the pieces in place now the past couple years. Now, I mean, it has to, everything has to work, but I think the the pieces are in place. And the, the I mean, the quarterback, that, is, still Jared Goff, Goff, right? quarterback is, is still Jared Goff, right? I know, but that doesn't mean it's the Jared Goff from a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know? I would take the, the Jared Goff from a couple of years ago played in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, like, you know, got him. First got him. person in the chat when we get to this is Chef Benny, and he said, it's still Goff. Thank you. He's right. It's still Jared Goff. I'm with him. They open up on the road at Kansas City. Loss, right? We're not even going to discuss this. They're not beating Kissy. Okay. Although opening night at home, I mean, the Patriots, if you remember in 2018 or 2019, when the Chiefs were fully on the rise up, the Chiefs beat the Patriots on Thursday night, on banner night, when they dropped the banner. So who did? The Chiefs beat the Patriots on their banner night after they won the Super Bowl. Right. The last time. And so just saying that's a big distraction night. Oh, it is. No, 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 so no, no. Yeah. The Lions, the Lions would be similar. Cover. The Chiefs, because the, the, the bulge were on the Chiefs that year, similar to the bulge on the Lions right. this year. Yes. So Lions go in there. That's when the Chiefs kind of made themselves known when they made that, when they won that game, it was like, oh, whoa. Lions could go into Arrowhead and win that game and really announce their presence if they were to do it. I'm not thinking they're going to do it, but. That would be one whale of a start. That would be, but no. Seattle, Atlanta at home, back-to-back. Win-win. Agreed. Two and one start at Green Bay. Awesome to play that game in September for them. Huge deal. Yeah, they could win that game. Oh, they're gonna, say, I think they're going to win that game. I'll say they don't, though. I'll say two. Okay. I think they, they, they win that game. I, I, I have them three and one. Home for Carolina. Win three. You I'm going to say Carolina loss. Carolina goes into Detroit and wins. Yeah. I, I'm higher on Carolina than most. I think I gave Carolina that win, actually. Okay. So I'm on 3 2. At Tampa Bay. I think they could win that game. Agreed. Four. At Baltimore, no. No. Home for Vegas. Win five. 
Yeah, I'll give it to him. At the Chargers. I don't think so. No. Home for the Bears. I think they could win that six. Six. Home for Green Bay. Sweep the Packers if I do it that way. Wow. I will say they split against the Packers. I'll stay on six. Okay. I'm on seven. At New Orleans. No. Although they could go win a game in a dome. Is that a morning game? Mm. I'll say they win that game. Lost seven. At Chicago. That'll be the trip up. They lose that game. Out dome team outdoors in December. No way. Home for Denver. Win eight. Me too. At Minnesota. No, lose. At Dallas. No, lose. That comes down to the Vikings game at the end. That's eight or nine. The total's nine and a half, you said. Right. So it doesn't come down to that. It stays oh, under. Okay. All right. It stays under. So nine. Yeah. I've so been you under. give them one of the games in a, those coin flippers and you yeah. can get 10. I mean, that's yes. a good number. Nine and a half is a really good number. Yeah. Damn. There's just so much hype around this team that nine wins, a nine and eight year would be considered a disappointment. A nine and eight year and a division win is not a disappointment. You think nine wins wins the division? What the hell? Look at the season win totals. Wow. Yes, they could. The winner of this division can be nine and eight. There's a lot of crap divisions in this. I mean, that's 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 going to happen in both right? Souths. Both Souths are going to be nine. Nine wins will win both Souths. The AFC and NFC Souths. So the first team to double digits wins this division. I, I think the winner of this division, if they're ten and seven, they win a division. You don't think the Vikings could replicate what they did last year in the regular season? No. Okay. no way. I don't think so. I mean, that was one of the biggest, like, WTFs. Fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that it, Buffalo game, the catch. The whole thing. How did that keep happening? Like, they won every coin flip. Coin flip. They got every call that they got every break, and then it all came crashing down. So mm-hmm. I don't think that could happen again. So I don't know somebody, how many wins in a, if you guys are here watching again, mm-hmm. um, we appreciate your participation. How many wins did the Detroit lions get? We just did the schedule. Mm-hmm. What's your number? Uh, I'll say my number is nine, Me too. but it could be 10. So. What's the ceiling? They Ten. could win 12. Oh, I don't know. I think they Ten. could win 12. <laughs> I think seven is the low 10 is the high. I'm not that high on them. I, I I think I think it's until they show it to me that they can handle the spotlight. Seven more likely than ten for you? Yes. A lot seven, of eight, po- nine, seven, eight, nine is all under nine and yeah. a half. I mean, it's a lot of this, rat poison. A lot of rat poison in Detroit going on right now. A lot of rat poison. Nine under to over to nine, eight, nine, ten, eight with a tie. I, I love when you guys call the ties. Hmm. Wow, ceiling is 11, 11, 11. I'm 10 for me, but... Are they making I, the playoffs, yes or no? No. 
I hope they do. It'll be a fun. So do I. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good for it'd be great for football. It would be great for football to have Dan Campbell in the in the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Yep. I'm just I'm I'm not buying it at the moment. Uh, Brigade Proxy Pro Football Story of the Day. You guys can text us 702-570-8255 to join the Brigade Proxy Service. We are live tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for Circa Million Circa Survivor Weekend. Text us, make an appointment, and come on in. Why are you doing like the hut hut? Are you hitting the stinger or no? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I am in this nigger. I forgot about it. I forgot about this nigger. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot about that. 702-570-8255. too fast. Rolling through all these topics. Starting to get everything in before we have five minutes left to get before we go to the sports grid. Eric Rogers is no longer the face of State Farm. Why? Contracts up. Company has no interest in re-signing him. They don't have State Farm in New York? I guess not. I guess going to the Big Apple. I don't know. It's a Midwest saying. State, State Farm is a, is a it, uh, I don't know. We'll it's see. I was surprised to see this. Aaron Rodgers is no longer with State Farm. Uh, CP3 taking over, I guess. But Patrick Mahomes, bigger star than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers plays in New York. State Farm, what? Who's taking over CP3? No, he always was, but they're just sticking with Mahomes. Maybe he's younger. He's the Super Bowl champ. Makes sense. Bigger star. Oh, it does. It's just like a, oh, okay. <laughs> Not like a renegotiation. Like So so no more discount up. double check? No more discount double check. Nope, that's he out. Does it. Yep, there's no more discount. Aaron Rodgers is no longer going to be doing that. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do when he scores a touchdown? I don't know. It might be a while, so we got to wait and see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> the downfall of the Yankees has you literally giddy every oh, single day. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I, if I, the I, Jets are bad, my goodness, this will be fun. It'll be IF? Fun I, I, IF? If? We're, if. We're doing the, <laughs> if? <laughs> if the Jets are bad? Oh, <laughs> Because uh, you you ask Jet fans and the goddamn year's over. Like it's it's just it's over. It's Jet fans. You already won everything. It's already you know screw Tom Brady and seven championships. Aaron Rodgers has got twenty five coming. Like it's it's over. Why 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 even play the games? It's it's the Jets. Like uh, it's over. Like we're just we're all lucky just to be in the presence of this green whatever the hell they are. Throwing a white towel. Throw in the white towel. Just throw it in the ring. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. Done. Yeah, it's over. I, 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 listen to Jet fan. Oh yeah, because see the thing. The thing is this: is that like for the first time in a long time, the Mets and the, and the Yankees suck so bad that they need the Jets to save them. They need the Jets. Think about that. They suck so bad in August that they have to wait for the New York fucking Jets to save them. The most embarrassing East Coast franchise that there is. That that. The butt fumble has got to save you. Really? <laughs> butt fumble has got to save uh, everyone in New York from going ahead and like jumping off the Washington Bridge because their sports teams are so bad. I mean, think about how bad it is in New York right now for sports. The Nets suck. The Knicks are average. The Rangers 
are a constant disappointment. The well, Islanders, the Rangers are going to be good, but okay, but they're not good yet. Go ahead. Continue. They're not good yet, but they're having to be good now. But they're always a constant disappointment. You get built up and oh, the Devils, they won't even claim the Devils. It's like that's no. a Jersey thing. We don't like them. They're the best team. <laughs> they, they, should, they should claim them because they're, they're actually the decent. Islanders? Islanders are fun, but people even in New York City, so like it's on the island. It's they're not on the an, island. It's, yeah. you know, it's on New York sports team. No. Jets, Giants, Mets, Yankees. <laughs> not good. No, it's not. not it's not hasn't good. been a great banner 2023 at all. No, breaks my heart, man. Everything's Just, on the Jets. No more discount. Double check. Off. Done man. with that. No more discount. Double. Check. Scared the crap out of me again. Good. Somebody came in a chat. Jr. Three 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 one two said they have the liberty though. Don't don't forget about the liberty. Oh, man. congratulations. Yes. Aces will beat them in five and we're all good. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're all good there. So you'll make the championship and then you'll lose it. So better to book it under five wins minus 165 for Iowa state. We did their schedule yesterday. I bet it last night. Yeah. Better number. I, I think at worst you push. Everything goes right. And again, not knowing anyone that's playing because yep. everyone that was playing is pretty much not playing. Yep. A lot of the starters are out. A lot of turnover. Made perfect sense. We were talking about that yesterday. Five and a five with the juice this big, or four and a half with the mm-hmm. pick 'em juice. I'd rather get the better number because you'll be shocked if they win over five games, right? If they go six, you'll be completely. I mean, that stunned. would be an unbelievable coaching stunned. job by Matt Campbell and yeah, stunned a heroic performance by those kids. So uh, I'm one and zero on the day already with the over for the Tigers and the Cubs. The only, only other bet I've got is Marlins first five money line Alcantara and minus one Oh five. I came up, I came dressed like this for a reason. I like this. Bet it again. Let's stay hot. You got the Tigers one in. Mm. That's good. Let's bet this game's coming up here shortly. This is a day game, right? We got, uh, yeah, one o'clock start for us. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to play it, you got 30 minutes. So jump in. You like it for that. the game too or no? I do. Yeah, Marlins win. Against Lugo. Mm-hmm. All right. Very Padres good. are eh. So. Fish, 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 Mr. Yep. C. Hold true, baby. Take it and roll. Sports Grid, thank you for being here. We appreciate it very much. It is a Wednesday. Tomorrow, we are live from Circuit Sports. We'll talk to you as we will be out of studio, out of our homes tomorrow at Circuit Sports for you guys who are with us on YouTube and on Twitter. Bonus time coming for you. Okay, I, I don't think we've seen uh, anybody with a super chat for a topic. So, uh, ex, ex, expat Mark, yes, Circa Live Thursday, Friday. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're going with that tomorrow. So, so, we can just do favorite thing about today. What is your favorite thing about today? Yeah, there was one thing that was sent in the super chat uh, oh. early in the show. It was about the development of brains between 18 and 21 is still developing. So, getting them uh in the gambling sooner makes it more normal later that's i forget who said that somebody said that chris covey said uh in the in the super chat he said there's an issue with brain there's issues with brain development and drinking before 21 definitely don't want 18 year olds to be able to drink and bet legally because we all know that story oh okay okay oh there you go so that's 
the one super chat that we got from from that and that's you know yes <laughs> answered that yeah yes you're you're yeah. right about that uh um, favorite thing about today is what we got we got phone calls today we got walkthroughs today the show prep for the live show um thank goodness we've done it before so I think you're more relaxed. E has got it on lock. Like I'm so comfortable with him yeah. making sure that everything's in place and he's got ideas and we're going to let him just kind of do his thing while we talk to people, do the show, hopefully get, uh, get in touch with Sydney and Angie so they can make a return triumphant return to the BVB brigade Thursday show. Good Friday roll call. Good favorite thing about today is getting ready for the live shows that's that's just it's done plus i took the kid to school today i got i got called i got tapped uh to uh you know everybody's running around doing their own thing and they said daddy you have to take kendall to school today one of my favorite things to do man was every single day of kindergarten me and kendall walked to school and walked home from school nice it was so much fun so today i drove her to the bus stop Prince came on, on the radio. And okay. she turned to me and goes, did you think this song was good when you were young? <gasps> oh, no. Which song was it? Kiss. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give it to her. I told her, I said, you know what? You're right. It's a fair this point. It's not I, one of my favorites. Yeah. But I heard a commercial, LL Cool J coming to the MGM Grand. Oh God! Whole, whole thing. I told you about this. Fair. We did this already. Before. I know. We'll do this tour is coming. You're on the air before you knew this. You knew the tour. I heard it though on the radio, and I mm -hmm. immediately sent the wife a text. I said, "Date night, LL Cool J concert. We have to go." I said, "It's all the songs and music from when we were kids." So my after this, try to figure out how to get some good seats for that. So if you want to go, isn't it go? Isn't it? Um, you're asking me if I want to go. Well, my wife thinks that, you know, I would probably rather go with you than her. No, so go with her. No, go with her. You're the backup plan. I, I'm not the backup plan. That, that is not, I have no interest in going to an LL Cool J concert Why? in Las Vegas. None. Put a nice zero. bucket hat on you. I have no desire to go to that. I love live concerts more than anything. I have no desire to go to that concert. <laughs> it is not my scene. It is not what I will be comfortable in. I mean, it's like salt and pepper, right? It's LL Cool J, salt and pepper. Oh, the list of yeah, people. It's I'm all just slick Rick's on the list. It's I all Yo MTV rap stuff that I would change the second it came on. <laughs> like, click, click, click. I want no part of this. Like Keith Sweat and Belle Biv DeVoe. And oh, oh, give me some BBD. That is all you. That is oh. all you. Okay. I, well, I, in, in that in that frame of mind, I want to go with me, and I want to go with Stevie Mac, and I want to go to Rock 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 Oklahoma, Rock Loma. What is it called? Rockahoma. That's what I want to go to. Forget the name of it. It's happening this weekend. It's incredible the lineup that's happening. Hold on, I have to. I now now you're making me pull this up because this is this is when like, is this this weekend? No, next weekend. Sorry. We're busy next weekend. You ain't going nowhere. I know. It's it's Labor Day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you ain't going. I'll tie your ass in. You ain't leaving. <laughs> Rock, Rocklahoma. That's what it's called. Rocklahoma. Is it is it? So this is this is the uh Saturday night 
on Saturday night, you've got um, POD into theory of a dead man into Bush into limp biscuit. And then on Sunday you have Rob zombie ministry into Pantera. You could pay me a dime. I wouldn't go to that. Oh, <laughs> you can go see LL Cool J. <laughs> I was going to the pit with Pantera. I I want to that I that I was like Stevie. I'm so jealous. He's like I know they're playing. I I think it's true. I think they're they're playing vulgar display of power start to finish. They're playing the whole damn album start to finish, which is like mind blowing. Like really, I've seen Pantera since I was in high school. I would absolutely freak out to see Phil and Pantera play vulgar display of power start to finish that whole album, which if you lift or work out, you know that album because if you're a guy and you lift, that's the ultimate lift album that there is. That is a wow. phenomenal. You start getting in mouth of war, you start getting into walk and you start getting into all those songs. And it's like, look out. That's where I will be. If I could. I have to listen to this stuff and see, cause I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I didn't listen to it when I was back then. So, I, I, but I'm, I love music. So if it's you, good, you don't, you don't, you don't hard, remember Pantera. Never heard one song. Baloney. I've never heard one song. There's no I way. was hanging out in different clubs than you. No, you understand? There's no way. You've never heard this? Are the words? You've never heard that song? How is Not that, that possible? Beginning. Not that beginning like that. I've already turned the radio. I've already hit. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I've already, I need lyrics. I've already no. turned it. I'll never go back to that station. That sounds like nails on a chalkboard to me. You've never heard that song? I can't even be. That's the first time <laughs> in my life right now. How is that the first time you ever heard Walk by Pantera? Because I didn't get past the first three seconds. Oh, that rift is so good. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, just look at the look, look at the look at the even the, the, the album cover is so good. Yeah, I, I, I've already, I, I'm, I'm oh. trying to find the lyrics to, you know, BBD right now. So good. Man, there's so I many. Pantera's got so many good songs. And then, like, if you're a real Pantera fan, you know, because Nola, that album that came out when they, they formed a super group, that by a band called Down, which is basically half Pantera and half, I forget the other half of the band, but that first album by Down, Nola, is maybe my favorite metal album of all time. Really? Oh my! Wow, it's wow. so good. It is. I'm gonna go lift to it today because it's just it's so good. It's an unbelievable album. But that's where I will be. You go see LL Cool J. I go see Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I will be up to. We will be back tomorrow, boys and girls. Thank you for being here. Like, subscribe. At Thursday, Sir. big show. Thursday, Friday at Circa Live. Who knows who's gonna stop by tomorrow? It could be a lot of fun. Could be crazy. We have 25 shows hanging out. Who knows? We're going to stop on the broadcast booth. Could be a lot of people stopping by the broadcast booth. You think they'll come over and do the show? Who? Anybody. Oh, anybody. Yeah. You think everybody? All right. Everybody. Everyone's going to want to be a part of it. Brigade tomorrow. We'll see you in person. Circa Sports, third floor for BVB.